Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment, everybody. Um, this week is Mr. Jim Parkin and both Chandlers, Nick and Ashley Chandler. And I love this. It's hilarious. remember the episode way back, and all Nick said on it, he dropped like a a mic drop <laughs> statement. That's true. <laughs> I believe at that time, that's uh, he had said that that would be the only time he would ever drop on an episode. And now mm-hmm. here we go. This is episode number two. I love this. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So you painted today, Ashley. You went and painted a ceiling. Is that what you said? Yeah, no, it's great because Nick wasn't there. So he wasn't <laughs> pointing out all the you patches, I, patches I probably missed. For those of you that don't know, Nick is a very experienced painter. He, You painted... I want to say experience. Compared was, to the average layman. It was one of my like first major jobs. I got hired in at Spring Arbor University when I was like 21 as a um, painting supervisor. So I was in charge of a couple of college kids, which I was a college kid, but um, younger guys. And uh, we were had the task of the whole summer, repainting pretty Lecture much. Lecture halls, dorm rooms. Anything that needed to be painted in the um, <laughs> college, all the dorm rooms, anything, you know, that was part of campus. So you did, you did some side jobs, but if there's any painting to do around the house, I do not touch it. I don't do that because you'd be yeah, a little bit like I would oh. have a I would I would have a little bit of a um, you'd rather panic moment if I may yeah you'd rather it done right <laughs> so when I first got out of the army and whatever and we moved back to Michigan which I want to say was like ninety seven or so um I got a job with a dude that lived around the corner from us like helping him, like painting right and his gig was we'd go do apartments down in Auburn Hills. In that area, mm-hmm. like uh, Royal Oak and whatnot, that kind of Rochester area. But it was so shady because we got paid like X dollars per apartment because it was everybody was out, right? Everything was clean. It was just repainting. Okay. And so it was just re- repainting white. But we would cut that paint. I don't know why I'm whispering. But we would cut <laughs> that paint around. so <laughs> much with water. Oh, <laughs> Nick, it was shady, dude. <laughs> we would cut it so thin. <laughs> Does it even work with water? Is, yeah, is that he, a thing? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could do that. If it's, if it's white on white, you're not going to really see anything. That's, I mean, that's. Yeah, crazy. that's all it was, too. It was just clean white. Yeah. Like basically white washing. Yeah. We, For we, all you Huckleberry Finn fans. Yeah, you're Huckleberry Finn, in it. <laughs> Spring Arbor was all Abbey White. That's why they called Abbey it. Abbey White. And then they would, oh, how, yeah. how perfect. How, so, yeah. They would send me on the specialist colors, anything that had nothing to do with Abbey White. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, I'll say it was quite fun tonight because Sarah, don't, she don't care. She's like, as long as it's covered up, I don't care. She had a, oh, you'll love this, Nick. She had Zoe taping off the room. <laughs> which sarah if you're listening she probably won't she, it's probably probably he's holding his head he's all nervous 
Yeah. Oh, it's fine. She don't care. It's fine. Nobody cares. It's good. But <laughs> I, for my own home, I'm so appreciative of the quality of work that my husband puts into she everything. She literally that, had Zoe taken. Yes. You're not kidding. Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. All right, that's well, all good. You have to learn sometime. Yep, that's true. Strong. So. She's raising strong and <laughs> women up there. So perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance. <laughs> um, yeah, that and kind of just how easy it is for anybody, really, believers included, but anybody to get. So were we recording when I was talking about that video? No, we weren't. So I should recap. Yeah. Recap. So um, what I had shared with you guys is there's a, a devotion I used to follow called it uh, MS Escape Ministry for a guy named Mike Steinkamp. And uh, so they were, he was a professional skater. And so all the devotions would be kind of skateboarding as the illustration. And I love a good skateboarding illustration. So <laughs> what this particular video is, is um, he's telling the story of trying to ollie for anybody who's a non-skateboarder. Ollie is popping the skateboard, like jumping with it and usually up onto things or over them. So he's trying to ollie his skateboard over a picnic table and having all sorts of trouble. And he shares that what makes it worse is that the guys with can just do it with no effort, just pop and float right over. And he asks him what he's doing. You know, he asks his buddy, what are you doing that you can just do this without, like with little to no effort? And he said, well, I'm not focusing on the table. I'm focusing on where I'm trying to land. So what with that kind of as our base and our narrative for tonight, what I wanted to talk about is, is kind of that perseverance, but not getting so hung up on like the mountain in the middle, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, I know that everybody pretty much real close to everyone globally is struggling at some level right now with lockdowns and maybe loss of their family business or family home and all that other stuff. So yeah. it's just a time where everyone's kind of, kind of caught in a grind for people in any type of training. So like we have paramedics that are just now able to do their internship when they should have been doing that in April, Okay. but everything, you know, so it's just been a season of roadblocks, I think, for lots of people. Yeah. Well, and even folks that are like d- just doing normal things like right. that have had babies during the season or lost a loved one or those that haven't been able to have a regular wedding or regular funeral service or, you know, there's all right. those, like regular life events that have been disrupted too. And just trying to navigate the loss on different levels of that too. And just being okay with those challenges as well, you know? So no, you're right. That's good. And I think, I think that's pretty human of us to get all frazzled about what do I do? What do I do? What, you know, what's next type thing. And um, it is, you know, it's a big challenge to be able to look at the problem and then say, okay, well, what's the first step? Like, what's the first thing I can do about it? Or what, you know, right. re- recalibrate, like we said a couple of weeks ago with Chakova, um, talking about how quickly can you refocus and get back to looking at what the priorities are and what the goal is. 
Right. I don't know. It's that's a hard one, right? Because there's, because as people of faith, we we you know, we believe that we believe in faith and trust in God as our guiding thing, right? That's how that is how we're calibrated. But there's also some practicality there, right? There's like, it's not like we get to pass through the hard stuff to get to that goal that you're looking for. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, you know, I think in, you know, in a lot of ways, our faith and our relationship with God helps us to kind of push, like embrace the suck a bit, like you've mm-hmm. supported before. It helps you to give purpose and, and see the purpose and, and press into why so many levels of whatever the hardship is can be or should be good for growth or healing or part of that process, you know? Um, so, I mean, I would, I would definitely agree that it's a huge part of being able to say, okay, I, I don't necessarily enjoy what I'm going through, but God, I know that you're working on my behalf to either resolve this or restore this or, you know, grow me in a way so that I'm come out of this a better person than I was before it, you know, or more whole of a person than I was before or more right. who I'm supposed to be, you know, at the end of all this. So for some people though, too, like that's a tough pill to swallow. And some people just naturally, you know, they can swallow that pill a little bit better if I may. Um, right. For me as a young person, like it was always just one of those things that no matter how much water I took, I couldn't swallow the pill if I may. <laughs> um, so it's just, um, I was, you know, the example you had, I, I was never focused on the table. I was always trying to focus on where I was heading or where I was landing or getting upset that people at, you know, my peers were, you know, passing me in a certain way, whether it was financially or whatever. Right. Right. So, um, and then I was always kind of like a perfectionist in a way. So I always was just worried about that problem. And once I get my mindset on one thing, you know, as I tell Ashley all the time, I'm always that type of person that I go full, full tilt one way or another. So I went full tilt and then I was just kept on concentrating on where I was landing, where I was landing. And I totally forgot about the table. It was like, it's not even there. So that became a danger zone for me because it was just retraining of my mind and then trying to go back into my faith. I think I have some seasons, you know, that I have the same struggle, you know, even though how much I've grown in my faith. So. I mean, we said that a couple months ago, we sat down to dinner and we're like, I think a lot of things that we've gone through, even in this past season, you know, on one hand you could say, you know, why are we going through, you know, we should be past this. We should be, you know, fill in the blank. We should be spiritually mature enough to not have some of this stuff bother us as much, or we should be able to handle this, or we should be blah, blah, blah. But you had made a good point that, you know, a lot of times you're not ready for that next challenge or that next training session, you know, or that trick or that next hurdle if you haven't trained for all those other things first. And so even for us, just even this last year, we wouldn't have been prepared for this specific year 10 years ago. We were supposed to go through this year now. And that's, again, kind of goes back to faith and just trusting God that he brought us to this place at this time yeah. and that he's not, he's 
I like what, um, I forget who said it, but he didn't bring us this far to leave us here. He brought us far to continue bringing us farther, you know? Right. And that was always just a challenge for me, just accepting that in a way. And what, why do you think like what, what part of going through stuff, like hard stuff bothers you? I don't think it's just because I can't do it. (laughs) You know, I was always, uh, you know, I was just, I was always that person that, you know, example, like skateboarding. All right, let, let's start off here. Well, no, I want to do that trick over there. <laughs> you know? Right. And I think right. that's a lot of people. I, I'm probably that alone a lot on that, you know? So even like when I had a young age, um, I, when I was taking piano lessons, right? You know, the, the teachers always say, hey, you know, I want you to do this a little slower or what have you. And I always was doing fast. And, and he's like, no, slow down, slow down. And I'm like, no, I can do this kind of thing. I was, I don't know, like eight or 10. Um, you know, so I always, yes, everyone does learn different. Everyone does do things. Their pace can pick up um, better or maybe their learning curve. Just learning. Yeah, yeah. Learning curves different. Um, right. And, and mine was as well on certain things. Um, but yeah, it was always, it was a struggle for me. I, I don't know why. I just, I think because I just couldn't do it. Um, so are you like a, like a skip the process guy? Like you want to know, like you want after the first day, be ready for the final. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, all through college, you know, I, I got A's and B's, right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only one test I studied for. <laughs> be, because... See? What I would do is literally right before the test, we sit down, I'll just open my book and just flip through it because I, I don't know, maybe I had a good short term memory or I, I don't know. Yeah. But I did not want to, I don't want that process of that refinery of that just grinding. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, even now when you do anything, you research the crap out of it. Like you want to know every possible scenario so that when you go do it, you do it absolutely eff- like flawlessly the first time. Don't waste any time and then you're done. Efficiency, everything. You just want it done. Yeah. And so. <laughs> and and I'm like <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> and and there's, there's a little bit of dominance in me where I just want to just, you know, go. For, for instance, you know, we're helping somebody, I think, move the other day. You know, there's a couple of young, young kids there and they had everything under control. They did, they're doing a great job, but I just naturally just come in and be like, all right, you do this, you do that. All right, let's get this. Well, we're not sure where it goes. The whole point is we just got to empty this truck and get it in the garage. And after that, they can do what they want with it from there. You know, so sometimes that does kick in. Um, but I think like I was always really interested in, woodworking and so when i started doing more woodworking that's when that process came in for me and really focusing on a table i wasn't worried about the end product i was first worried about all right you know if you're building something you know playing it what do you need to do join it um and then after that make sure things are square if it needs to be squared dry fit it and set it and then you know put it together how you do it then one one piece at a time right and so a lot of that has gone into, has, has overflown into my life now of kind of one problem at a time thing, focusing more on that table. Um, gotcha. Basically what my scene has been lately is 
done beats perfect. Um, it's just don't get so caught up because some people the... get so caught up in things yeah. and it becomes a procrastination. Me, right? <laughs> and then it that's another danger zone, right? And it, it's a great thing to plan and just know exactly what you're doing. Um, but there's a point in life where just done beats perfect. Right. Absolutely. So it's just getting it done, just making that first jump. So, yeah, I think I like, so what's funny is you said that you think you only studied for one test and got A's and B's. I use the exact same method to get C's and D's. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. Look at that, buddies, from the very beginning before you knew it. Well, I perfected it in college. You know, I graduated high school with like a 1.7. With the help of everybody else's notes. Yeah. You ever see the, um, <laughs> you ever see the episode of Community when he's just like, he's like, oh, how are you doing today? How does Spanish class go? Did you guys, you know, do this, do whatever? And he goes, I got this nice, beautiful folder here that's just completely empty. And he just slides it over <laughs> to the girl. She goes, oh, I got notes for you. <laughs> you know, it's just. Um, yeah. Well, that's really a key thing, man. There should have been grades for use of available resources, but they never gave that grade. That's a good skill set to have. And I think really that's what life becomes about, right? It's not, I think. Well, it's that whole who you know thing, but like yeah. not how that. <laughs> It's supposed to go when they say it, yeah, but it's yeah. really that, you know, it is. it's networking. It's, you know, you know, certain individuals and, um, it, it, it just becomes that that's what life becomes is just to a certain extent. It's not about right. when you ace this test. Um, you know, right. but, well, I think for me too, like I could study and get all the great grades and then running into a problem I couldn't fix. And then I frazz out. I think going back to like, I don't, I don't know what to do next. And I don't know how to fix it. And I've never been here before. So that, that level of perseverance, I think, I don't know. I, mean, I think that there's been times where I've felt pretty overwhelmed and discouraged. Cause I'm like, I, I think I'm failing because I don't know how to try harder. Like, I don't know, you know, it's one thing if it's a test or studies or, you know, something, but when it's like your job or your relationships, like all the, bigger more complex like goals that you really have to push in and persevere through you know like if we're really talking like perseverance like more than just you know like a like a project but like persevering in your job persevering in your relationships and your marriage and your fatherhood and your motherhood you know all these other things you know like that when you run into walls and you've never done something before like how do you you know I think it takes a bit of humility too to know that you can reach out and get help and lean into people that have gone before you and can you know share extend some wisdom and stuff to be able to encourage and shed some light and some guidance you know on things I think that's a big deal I know that's very important I think to have those people ahead of you people that you can talk to people that you know, again, that's, you know, it's been there. Um, you know, it, it, I think, and, and don't completely quote me on this, but I, I was reading a book and I'm probably some of you guys will know this when I'm talking about it, but there, it's, it's a certain, um, I think it's deer or beer, um, 
was it deer, I think, or certain animal, they actually, from like west to east, I think it is, or east to west, um, probably east to west because during winter, they they take the same route every time. And in the middle of all this land, they know exactly where to go. Right. They know what pebble not to step on, what creek not, not to go through, which way on a mountain to mountain to go. So that path is already there, right? And they've been there, they've done that. And so that's the importance of having somebody ahead of you. So why would I try to make a new path to a certain extent when they have done this and the path is already there? Right. Um, granted, yes, you know, there's a certain extent, yes, you, you have to pioneer, you have to do this, but there's some things that no matter what you're going to do, that path is always going to be the same. And to have someone to help you through that process and you not just standing in the middle of the forest wondering, okay, how am I going to get around this mountain? Yeah. yeah. Is, right. You know, it's, it's a big deal. So, so. I think it's one of those things too, again, like for us to, we're kind of supposed to be faithful and trusting that God will get us where we need to be. But in our flesh, isn't it crazy how you can go right back to this? Yeah. Like, it's like the default program. Right. You know? And I think that's why, you know, Paul says, you know, don't be, don't follow the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind, you know, through Christ and stuff. Because, In other words, yeah. Don't be an idiot. Just do what you got to do. <laughs> but <laughs> that's know? hard. I mean, I mean, right. it's hard to undo and relearn. I think, I mean, just think about if, if you've only ever known, hey, when I have conflict with a family member, we just yell and scream and get it all out. And how hard it is to not only stop doing that, but stop doing that when everybody else is still doing it. You know what I mean? So I, I think. Yeah, that's that's rough there, right? That's I don't even think that falls under perseverance, but that's just one of those <laughs> struggles, I think, that. You know, everyone has, you know, know, it's just unfortunately, but, you know, perseverance is, what is perseverance? I I would like to say the hardest things you'll do are the greatest things you're going to achieve. Um, but part of me is like, man, that stinks. (laughs) You know, it's like, I want things to come easy. I want things to, to, you know, the doors just open up and, and having, and having favor and everything we do and what we say and where we walk. Um, and that's actually something, you know, I pray for, for my kids, you know, just that favor. Right. Um, but perseverance for me is, I, th- I think it's a daily struggle mentally, physically of rewiring a habit that, just won't die, <laughs> um, you know, and to literally you're, the old saying going against the grain, you're literally, you're reshaping a piece of wood. You you know, you're, you're trying to change the tides of the ocean. You're, you're, you know, all that stuff. You're, you're going against the wind. It's like kicking a soccer ball uphill and just, you know, every time you kick it, it just rolls right back down. You're, you know, so I think that's perseverance in a way to me where it's just, it's just something that it just feels like, yeah, you're treading water with, you know, extra 
you know, 120 pounds and, right. and learning to get that help or, or just whether it's a friend, whether it's someone ahead of you or whether, you know, your, it is your faith where God's like, no, I just need you to trust me. Right. And sometimes yeah. that trust is him putting somebody in your life to help you go through that perseverate perseverance, right? Um, you know, it's just you know, survival skills. You you don't tr- if you're with a couple of guys, you don't try across a creek, you know, waist deep just by yourself. You know, interlock your arms, you know, right? Right. You need those people around you to help you through those perseverance. With that being said just like many people in the Bibles, sometimes, unfortunately, that fight may just have to be your fight and your fight alone. And that's when it really comes down for me, perseverance. Because you, you're relying on your faith. You're, you're trying to ignore everything that's around you. The world, the peoples, um, the people that say you can't do this, people that say that, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm learning the people that say that, you know, you should have, or I would have, or stuff like that are the people that wouldn't have. Um, right. But perseverance for me is directly just being alone and just relying on God and having them refine you in a way that it's just going to make, you know, make you stronger. So that next notch, if I may, whether it's a foot or whatever, that extra grip on that, you know, the rock and, you know, climbing a mountain, um, just one little thing at a time. So I would say, you know, for me, perseverance is choosing to continue on, choosing to continue to choose the goal, to choose the prize, to choose what's right, to choose what's worth value despite any circumstance, despite any reason to give up. Um, I think that pushing through, like what you're saying, when everything is pushing against you and then coming out the other side and realizing how much you've accomplished through that. I mean, I was telling somebody the other day, it almost kind, of, almost kind of in a way when you go through those really, really pressing seasons where you've been walking through the, the woods for a while and then you finally come out to, to this clearing, clearing where you can actually see all the woods that you just went through and you can see how much you accomplished and how far God took you. And I think that perseverance really is, even when it's hard, even when it's so entirely pressing or devastating or crushing that you continue to stand up again and try again and continue to fight for what's right again, you know, think just perseverance, continuing to go, you know? Yeah. I think, um, I think it was you, Jim, just a couple of nights ago, you were talking about a kid that kept on falling off a skateboard or something like that. Oh yeah. No, no, that's no kid. That's the great and powerful Danny way. Yeah. So first of all, he's just one of those rare tough as nails. They would literally they say about him, he takes a lick in and keeps on taking but in this particular scenario, it's the X Games. I think it was 2008, but they're doing Mega Ramp at this time. If you guys have never seen that, that's like a giant two or three story ramp that launches into another ramp on a skateboard. Holy crap. So it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, so in this particular thing, he, he goes off, does it, there's a, 
you know, that section they do a trick, lands and goes up into that next transition. And when he comes down, he hits his, like, right around the tops of his ankles on the coping. The coping is what's, like, the edge at the top of the ramp. So then it just flips him down. So like one ankle's broken, it's just blown out. And the one of the commentators asked if he's going to continue. And he said, are you going to, well, they asked if he was going to take his next run. And Danny says, I'm going to take every run. And so then he goes and lands the same trick. And it's a contest where I think they had like four, it's the best of four attempts or whatever. So he goes up and makes the trick and goes again. And this time he washes out when he lands the skateboard. So he just slams his head. Or like in the video of it, his helmet goes crooked on his face. But just he just continues getting up and going and, and doing his thing. And while it sounds ridiculous because, you know, he's obviously broken ankle and moderate concussion. But the point of that is, is just people were so impressed and how he just kept coming back, kept getting up. And where we, he'd land, he'd slam really hard and then, then make the trick. And so I think we were talking the other night, last night, about, about skateboard kids and how that kind of culture is and how, how guys will just like, I can remember back in the day going like five or six hours trying to get one trick one time. And so these skater kids come up now are even doing bigger things like jumping huger gaps and, and all this other stuff. But it's that it, it applies through life, but that's what I come back to with perseverance is he's just taking slam after slam, after slam, after slam, just so you can one time hit like a backside blunt slide on a rail, you know, just, and these guys will do that. It's an incredible and not for anybody's attention, you know, they'll, they'll start sending out tapes of themselves to try to get sponsors, but it'll be just two or three guys. And they'll just go and go bounce their heads off concrete and poles and stuff just for that one. And in their career of skateboarding insignificant success. Crazy. Yeah. And I think, you know, you said perseverance. I think if more people react that way and everything else they do, you know, they fall and get right back up. I think there's so many people that would be in a better place, obviously, um, to a certain extent. Right. Um, but I, I think, and I'm even guilty of this is just, I try something once and all of a sudden I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. And I get frustrated and I, and I give up. Right. And so, and that's, a lot of things, you know, especially when I was younger and sometimes in the season I'm at, I'm at now and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's an old saying. It's a, you know, <laughs> since the day of age, you know, it's just like you fall down get back up and right. it sounds easy or, but it's hard, you know? So, you know, kind of in closing, I just wanted to touch on that. on just embracing that grind portion of seasons. I mean, everybody wants to just get to the end, you know, but it's okay to fail and get back up. Yeah. You know, whether it's a, a test you got to take or a, a, you know, a certain whatever skill thing you have to accomplish or just whatever you're training in or whatever you're doing, it's okay to fall down and fail. 
yeah. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. you just need time. Right. Know? I think that's something that I've learned a lot in this past season is that some, some things you just, it's not going to be overnight and that's okay. And it's probably better that it's not overnight. Some of the things that where we really grow and mature and really get a hold of something that we need to really truly understand and really receive. Sometimes it just takes time and that's okay. And it's okay to little steps forward are still steps forward. You know, there might be days where it doesn't feel like you're really achieving a whole lot, but if you're going in the right direction and you're being consistent and you're being hopeful and you're keeping your heart up, and open to the possibilities of, you know, of keeping your eyes on that goal. And, and, you know, that's, that's really important too, you know? So I think sometimes just be okay that it's going to take a little while, you know? There's so many things, like I said, it's just just life, like I said, taking a test, whatever you're doing, you know, people that have major issues, you know, at one point, you know, with me, anxiety or other people, depression or whatever it is, it's truly is. It's just, it, it does take time and that's perseverance going through that stuff and just making sure that you have a win. It doesn't need a big, big win. It's just little wins at a time. Uh, and, you know, so that you can have that big win, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely um, something that, you know, just done beats perfect, man. Just right. Can't yeah. say it enough. Keep just, going. Just, <laughs> Just get it done and just go. So our takeaways are embrace the suck slash the grind. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And just keep moving. Keep pressing. Hang in there. You know, keep looking up and hang in there. God did not bring you to this point to leave you here. You've come too far to stop here. Some seasons you're 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 rowing like like your life depends on it but then other times in life you're riding that wave back in you know so you just you just gotta ride it out you know that's it that's it all right check us out on social media and then once you find it get right back off (laughs) probably also (laughs) very true all right thank you guys catch you next time